Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to the third episode and season three of The Boss Life with Bonds. Now, I've started uploading the video recording to Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you can like watch the video. And I think one of the benefits of that is if you usually watch these lives on um what is this place called? Instagram. When you go to comment on the lives on Instagram, it like stops the live video and that's so annoying. And it's also really hard to scroll and get to like the meat and the potatoes if you don't have a lot of time. So for those of you that enjoy watching the video and seeing my crazy facial expressions, you can watch them, the videos on Spotify. You can also swing over to YouTube and follow me there or subscribe over there and watch it over there. Get your girl some views, help me out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but anywho, uh, let's get into today's podcast episode. Today we're talking about are you getting in your own way and also what you can do about it. Now, here's some, I'm gonna give you, I have a long list. I'm gonna try to chop it down to five signs that you're getting in your own way, give you some solutions. And then I'm also gonna write a blog post about this uh, that has this video there so you can have two different resources. If you like to read, if you like to listen, if you like a little bit of both, right? Okay, cool. So how do you know if you are getting in your own way, right? Because it's so easy to blame external situations or external, Bonnie doesn't have words today, take a sip of water, give your brain some, some oxygen some H2 mother truck and L. Okay, we're back. So we can we can blame external circumstances and situations for our situation, but ultimately uh, nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, we, we are in the driver's seat, right? Of the reason why we are the way we are and where we are. I saw a quote this morning that said, your personality or your life is not your fault or who you are today is not your fault, but it's your responsibility. Meaning, no, you can't change what your, how your parents raised you or how you, you know, what you went through as a child, as a teenager, whatever. But the moment you become an adult, you now have the authority over your life. And a lot of people are living in this almost like childlike state where they still are so much blaming their parents or now the blame has shifted to I'm gonna blame my significant other or I'm gonna blame even my kids for my life being this way, whatever it is. Ultimately, we are in the driver's seat. We get to be the adult. We get to create the life that we wanna live. But because we have been so conditioned to think that we are powerless, uh, sometimes that creates this weird funky energy in our head where we don't believe that we have control over our life. And so therefore we end up getting in our own way. That's one reason why we get in our own way. Other things or other ways that we get in our own way. And this, this is mine is that you simply don't feel worthy of the life that you deserve to live. And so even though there'll be multiple opportunities for you to step into that next level, even though there'll be so many people telling you, Hey, you're amazing. Hey, you're awesome. Oh my gosh. Like you could be doing this or, Oh my gosh you do great over here you don't even see it because you are so much like in your head like no 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 I gotta fight I gotta work really hard to get what I want um 
that can, oh my goodness, this is such a great uh, example. So my grandmother, bless her soul, we were talking about family issues the other night for about two hours, she called me, and we were talking about one of my younger cousins who has a life coach, life skills coach, I believe is what he what he goes by. And maybe I should change that. Maybe, maybe I'll get more clients faster. Life skills coach. Anywho, um, she said this, this person that is the life skills coach used to be a therapist, used to be a, um, I can't remember if he was a psychologist or a psychiatrist, therapist. He did some sort of work like that. And she said he took the easy way out and went into life coaching because you can make more money that way and it's easier. And in my head, I was just like, first of all, it's, this is not easy doing life coaching with people, but either way, I get what she was saying, but I was like, why is that a problem, grandma? Why, if you can make more money doing what you love doing, something that you're skilled at doing, why would I go work in someone else's practice making less money, not getting to choose my clients and not having any autonomy? And in that moment, it hit me. I'm like, this is a very, very uh, big reason, big red flag, like a light bulb went off in my head about why I had a such a hard time accepting abundance, accepting love, accepting promotions in life, accepting that I get to be awesome because I was in my own mother trucking way. Now, I don't want to turn this whole thing into Bonnie stories because I have so many, you guys know I do, right? But this last quarter of 2022 was like the biggest eye opener for me of just how much I was getting in my own way. So I uh, again, I don't, I know y'all, some of y'all love my stories and some of y'all may be sharing this podcast with a friend and I want to get to the meat and potatoes before they dip out. So, um, if you've ever felt like, oh, that must be nice when you look at somebody else's life, um, their job, their career, their work, their boyfriend, their husband, their, their home, whatever it is, the opportunities that they got, uh, you might be getting in your own way. If you ever said, what if I had said yes to that opportunity? Right? What, what, what would my life look like if I had stayed with that guy? What would my life look like if I hadn't quit that job? What would my life look like if I didn't um, leave the service industry? What would my life look like if I didn't drop out of nursing school to pursue this kind of career? And these are things that, that were in my head a lot. What would happen if I hadn't um, said yes? What would happen if I hadn't said no? And, and if you find yourself dwelling on moments like this over and over again, sweetheart, you may be a, you, you may be getting in your own way. This may be a part of your personality and I'm here to wake you up because sweetheart, like that shit doesn't go away on its own. No one can rescue you. No one can save you. You got to save you. So if you said yes to any of those, you probably have a knack for getting in your own way. And as a retired professional self-saboteur, right? Um, I, I want to give you some insight on how you can stop getting in your own way. Okay. So number one, not even number one, I'm going to tell you a story about a client from last night, and then you may hear yourself in this story and then I'll get into the five signs. And then if I remember, I'll come back and share some stories about the end of 2022. A lot of things that I didn't uh, share with the public. Some I shared here and there in doses, but anywho, let's run it. So last night I was talking to one of my uh, clients and she's actually a test client for this thing that I'm doing. Um, instead of like having a traditional life coaching program, I'm messing around with different modalities. And instead of having a weekly call, uh, you just work with me for three or four months and you can, you can hit me up whenever you need to. Uh, you have six calls that you get to use, but in the meantime, you can hit me up on WhatsApp and we voice message back and forth and, and whatever um, you're dealing with, we deal with together because most of the breakthrough happens in between coaching sessions. Like 
all I do on coaching sessions is listen and extract the wisdom that you're giving me, your inner wisdom that you're not even hearing and then shining a light on it and then telling, giving you some work uh, exercises to do around it, right? So those are great, but not everybody needs 12 of those calls. Most people probably only use like six. So anywho, she's testing out this beta program with me and it's actually going pretty well. She's making like amazing like strides and we've only been on the call twice and we've been working together for almost two months now. Anywho, um, she was telling me a story about how she had the opportunity to sue a very big corporation because they had discriminated against her um, for you know her race, her sexual orientation, and then a couple of other things. And it was very, very clear to everyone that she had a case. Um, I think her grandfather even told her, sweetheart, like, I will hire you a lawyer, like, you have a case. And she was very young at the time, she said, and she was like, ah, no, I don't know, I want to work for my money or something along those lines, right? And so she didn't sue them, right? I think it was because she was black and because she was dating a female and something else, but um, a lot of people make claims about discrimination, but she had a really good case and she didn't take it. And flash forward to now, uh, we're working together and she's not in a great place in life. And then she doesn't mind me sharing this because we've agreed like her story is going to be one of the poster stories for mind and body, like life transformations, like how rewiring your mindset and how you can completely flip the script of your life in a much shorter time than you think once you get like on track to be thinking success minded, right? So anywho, uh, she didn't take that opportunity and flash forward to now where she is in a very uncomfortable, unfortunate, stressful, drama filled, chaotic situation, living with her mother and her two kids and then just you know, just not having her own space and, and having to deal with old family dramas and just not, you know, like anyone that when you go home to live with family, it's never fun. I know I did it twice. And, um, you know, like it, it's not fun. And especially if you have kids, it's, it's especially not fun because whatever drama you had with your parents growing up there, now you get to see it played out even again with your kids. Um, or you see this parent that, you know, didn't do right by you. And now all of a sudden they come in trying to be super mom with your kids, whatever. She's going through a lot and we looked back and it's like you, this situation you're in right now, you don't, you didn't have to be here. You struggling to find like getting approved for your mortgage. Um, even though like you have all this money from like whatever, like, but you, the situation you're in right now, you didn't have to be in and you're only in it. You're only in it because you got in your own way back then. Why wouldn't you just say, yes, I'll take the lawsuit and keep working. She said that. She's like, why didn't I just do it and just keep working? What was I thinking? I was like, I don't know. This is what happens when you get in your own way. And it's funny because after, I was like, let's let's lean into that though. Let's lean into why you didn't want to accept the money. Because surely you knew you could have kept working even if you got a lawsuit. Why didn't you accept that abundance that was coming towards you that you were rightfully owed? And then we got into a deeper conversation about her feelings of not feeling good enough and not feeling worthy. And that is at the heart of why so many of us self-sabotage. And some of us, we just, we, we're just stubborn. But at the heart of it, some of us really don't think that we deserve the good things in life and that we have to work so hard for them. But also low key, the core belief is that we don't deserve them. So we get into these habits. I'm such, oh my gosh, this was me. That we get into these habits of, of, okay, so this core belief, even though I my, my conscious mind doesn't say it, I would never walk around and say I'm not worthy. I would never openly say I don't deserve this. But beneath my level of awareness, my subconscious has a fact, a command, a order, a, a, a processing command like a computer that says we are not worthy. 
So as long as beneath the surface, this is the operating command, like a computer, right? Like I don't, I don't understand how computers and coding. Oh, I did learn how to code the other day, right? So th those codes that don't make any sense to any of us, you copy and paste it and embed it and boom, you get like a picture, right? That's what happens with your brain. So there is this embedded code beneath your level of awareness that says I'm not worthy. And even though your conscious mind looks at it and it's like, what is that? That's not true. I don't believe that. It is. It's here. That's what's happening. And so this code is what is coming forth into your life. You work very, very hard because you believe that you should earn a living and you should earn everything. Good, cool, amazing. Yes. But if at the, at the yeah, <laughs> if beneath the surface, you don't believe that you get to have those things, you will continue to work hard and you will continue to push away opportunities. You will continue to be, have a blind eye to the opportunities that are there for you. So if that is you, I got five tips for you this morning so we can cut that shit out because sweetheart, you're probably thinking, oh, in five or 10 years, I can live the life I want. You're probably thinking, oh, well, maybe if I get, marry a husband who will just like fix all of this for me, that's what I used to think, then, then, then I'll have what I want. You create all these scenarios where you don't get to be the hero in your story because underneath the surface, you don't think you're worthy. So let's, let's get into today's podcast. Sign number one, like I mentioned in the beginning, you live in regret of past situations, but not only do you live in the regret, yeah, regret, you dwell on them like over and over and over again. And you get in your feelings and you can feel it in your heart and you can feel it in your chest. And then you start to cry and then you're sad. And then it's just like this, this horrible memory playing over and over again. You think, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to, you know, see where I went wrong, but most of us aren't. Most of us are just sitting in that feeling and letting it take over us. Now, if you understand, if you're into law of attraction, if you're into quantum physics, if you're into science, okay, if you're into physiology, you know that your psychology affects your physiology. So when you get in your head and you get into these sad emotions, you, your brain is like, okay, she's sad. And that's why you can feel it in your heart. You can feel it in your body. You get tense. And I went through one of these yesterday, actually. I had to snap my ass out of that. Uh, but I went there and I couldn't work. I couldn't function. I was so mad going back and reliving some past mistakes and why, what would... It would be different if I was just, you know, if I had just been better then. It would be different if I had just been more open and more vulnerable. Maybe he would still be here. Maybe it would be like, I was going through it. And then I was like, this is not helping, Bonnie. So this is what you get to do instead. Instead of reliving the past and beating up your past self and making an enemy of your past self, newsflash, you are all of you all of the time. You are the you that fucked up. You are the you that wins. You are the you that is about to change the fucking world with other amazing ideas that you have. And you're also you that can't get out of bed some days. You are all of you. And you need to learn to make peace with that. So instead of beating up a past version of yourself for not being who you think that they should be, this is what you can do instead, okay? First of all, give yourself some grace, right? Give yourself some mother trucking grace. But second of all, instead of just dwelling on it, Pull the wisdom out of the situation, but don't stop there. Don't just ask yourself, what can I learn from this? Be willing and aware to see it the next time it happens. That part. It's very easy for us to be like, okay, I see where I fucked up. And then just stay there. Oh, I shouldn't have quit that job before I had another one. Oh, okay, well, I had that coach and I, I ghosted them the whole time and, and now I'm mad that I didn't get the results I wanted, but maybe I should have responded to them when they were messaging me every week. Yes, I'm talking to current people right now who are ghosting me. <laughs> but like, instead of just looking back and beating yourself up for not being better, you gotta be willing to do something different the next time, right? Start with, okay, why did I regret that decision? Okay, I regret... 
um, not showing up for myself while I was in that program because that program was very valuable or that program was something, I'm thinking of myself right now, a program that I did um, a couple years back. And um, why did I regret, why did I regret not showing up for myself in that program? Because I had been listening to this woman's podcast for like years. So when I finally forked over the five grand to pay her to teach me how to create courses and the fact that I was not present during that time was, I was like, are you serious? Like you worked so hard to get to the point where you could do something like that. You got there and then you didn't take advantage of the opportunity. And, and I did beat myself up for a while. And, and, and so why did I regret it? Because it showed me that even if it is a lot of money, it doesn't matter. Uh, that's not what's going to make me show up. My issue at the time was over committing to things. And we'll talk about that later. And so in me figuring out what went wrong, I was able to figure out what went wrong. It wasn't just that I didn't show up for myself after purchasing a course that I really wanted to take. It was that I was over committed at the time and was not making time for myself and was putting everybody else's needs, their business needs, helping all my friends with their businesses um, and letting mine crumble. That was what that was the lesson that I needed to learn so now when I'm presented with a business opportunity a friend hey do you want to be a coach in my coaching container hey do you want to coach and in, uh, in my community or hey do you want to do this I get I get very crystal clear now about what's required of me and 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 look at what my goals are and be like well I want to do a b c and d will I still have time to do that while I do this because if not I'm so sorry I can't help you out I would love to but I can't and I got to practice that yesterday when a friend of mine, again, hit me up to, to help him with his business. I used to work with him when I first became a personal trainer. And he's got this really cool after school program for kids. And when I first started with him, um, I was like, this is a great gig. I get a coat. I get a shirt that says coach and I get to exercise and I get to, you know, get some practice in working with, you know, different types of people, little people, children, whatever. But he, he would call and he would need uh, substitute teachers. And I used to drop it like a drop of a dime to go help him because I was like, I'm a, I'm a business owner and, and I will need help one day. So I really hope that someone would do it for me, which is a great motive. But I always ended up being so frustrated because I don't like kids, guys. I don't like kids like that. I love my kids. Let me take that back. I don't like bad kids. I don't like kids whose parents don't discipline them because now I got to be the bad guy. I want to be fun Coach Bonnie, but now I got to be stressed down Coach Bonnie. You can't say ass to the kids. So that makes it even harder. So I just, it's not really my thing. I learned real quickly that I did not enjoy doing that job, but I would still say yes to it because I, because I was people pleasing and, and, Basically just that, just people pleasing. And so I got to reflect, why do I regret it? Because I was people pleasing. And because even though it's a decent amount of money, it's still like no amount of money is worth me stepping away from my own business. So me by doing, by me being able to pull out what I didn't like about the situation, this is really good for any of you that feel like, I don't know what I want out of life. I don't know what I want out of life. Well, a quick way to find out what you do want out of life is to experience a lot of what you don't like. And so I realized real quick, I don't like working with kids um, under a certain age. I do well with high schoolers. We all know that. But like children, unless it's my friend's kid and your kid is like, you know, I, whatever. Let me get off the kid's subject. I'm pissing people off. That's not what I'm here to do today. But I learned that I don't like leaving my job to go do other people's businesses unless I'm being well compensated for my time. I don't care if I am helping. I learned a lot. 
So one way to not, sign number one is that you're living in regret of past situations and you dwell on them. Um, and so instead of dwelling on them, reflect and pull out the wisdom that is there. And not only that, be willing and aware for next time. So when he hit me up yesterday, I could have moved my day around for him as I used to, to go work at that school that I didn't really want to work at. But I didn't because I remembered how much I used to be mad afterwards. Like, oh my gosh, it's supposed to be two hours. It turned into three hours because I had to wait for people's parents to come pick up their kids. And I don't get extra money for sitting here and I don't get gas money. Just thinking this again, it's not a bad gig. But for me, I had to really process why I always had regret about doing it. And now I can confidently say no and not put myself back in that situation again next time. Got it? Got it. Cool. All right. If you're getting some value from today live and you're here with me, drop some fire emojis in the comments or drop any key takeaways as you hear them so that when other people hop on and they watch the live, they can be like, oh, it's a bad dope. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Sign number two is that you're always comparing yourself to other people and never feeling like you're quite good enough. If you've been around the show for any amount of time, I have shared with you multiple times the story of my seventh grade science teacher, and yes, I'm gonna say her freaking name, Miss Schmidt at Tuscaloosa, thank you, Jess, at Tuscaloosa Middle. And she told, I did a science project, I was in gifted classes, for whatever reason, my microbiologist aunt and my mother didn't wanna help me, could have been me, I don't remember, might have blocked that out. I had a really shitty science project in my gifted class full of all these like really affluent kids who are super smart. My shit looked terrible, I'll admit, and theirs looked amazing. And she literally said, look at theirs and look at yours, Bonnie. And I will never forget that. That was like seared into my head. And so one of my personality traits is to always be looking to the left to see what the next coach was doing and seeing what they're doing in their business and seeing oh well they're doing six-week challenges so I should do six-week challenges oh they're not doing that anymore so then I won't do that anymore and oh they're posting five times a day so I should post five times a day and oh like like oh my gosh like it got so overwhelming like I was like oh my it was it was the worst feeling ever nothing that I ever did felt good enough and it didn't matter how much money I was making, I never felt like I was doing things good enough. Uh, not, like nothing, ever, ever, right? And so I'm not gonna dwell on that one for too long because I'm sure that you guys can all relate to what it feels like that you're, you're always looking at your friend who's further along than you, whose business is doing better than yours. Side note for all my entrepreneurs and business owners, it's social media. Just because someone has a photo shoot where they get really dressed up and pretty and drink wine on their freaking bar in their 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 kitchen in their luxury apartment, yes, I'm talking about myself, doesn't mean that they're in a good place mentally, financially, or in their business. They could be, but it doesn't mean anything. Like I can go, uh, what's that, the Linza app that turned us all into avatars? I can literally take some really good pictures and smile and go outside and make it look like I'm living my best life and really inside I'm dying or I'm struggling for clients or I want to go like kill myself or I want to quit my business like these are all things that can happen beneath the surface so while you're looking at other people's businesses and social media accounts and fitness transformations think about this think about this okay this is something that was a big eye-opener for me while I'm sitting around being like oh my gosh that person made this much money in their business this year oh man um you don't know how much time they spend at their computer and not having a social life you don't know how much time they don't spend with their children and their family you don't know how much weight they have gained like these are all things that I experienced in the pursuit of becoming a six-figure entrepreneur like not like gaining weight 2021 was my first year that I popped off and I gained so much weight I had to hire a fitness coach and I am a fitness coach okay um this past year I realized that I will work well into the night if nobody like like snaps me out of it I will stay at this computer and I will keep finding stuff to do in my business okay that's no way to live um 
there are days where I have to get up at nighttime and walk for like 20 or 30 minutes to get my steps in because I have not left my chair. And so if you value things like family time, if you value your health, if you value um, your sanity and all these other things, instead of looking at how great somebody's life is, maybe consider what it looks like on the back end of what they're doing. Because yeah, they may have made this much money in their business, but you, uh, there's a thing, like when you're running a business and you have a team, the business's income is no longer your income. Bonnie making $10,000 a month on her own is not the same as Bonnie having a team and making $10,000 a month. Like it's not all take home anymore. So these people that are bragging about how much money they're making and they're further along long than you uh keep in mind that that it's not just them they have a team and so if you don't have a team then don't compare yourself to them right um if they've started before you also don't compare yourself to them if they have a special skill in a certain area that you don't that is the reason why they're getting ahead like being a talented speaker or having uh competing on ninja warrior one of my coaches he was an american ninja warrior and so like his business is like i'm like when he was still a fitness coach i'm pretty sure it was easier for him to get clients right um but just these are things to take into consideration when you're comparing yourself like you don't know the full story you don't know the backstory you don't know what's going on beneath the surface that woman that you see who has the body that you want that you're like well how come i'm doing the stuff and i don't have the weight off of me yet and how come blah 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 um, she may have been an athlete in high school. And so getting back into shape for her, her body was like, oh snap, I, we remember this, we love this. So there was less resistance to her in that process. Um, the, the woman that you see that's able to somehow do everything, right? Coach Tisha, I'm calling you out. When Coach Tisha first joined my community, she was up every morning at 4 a.m. She had like 10,000 steps in before 8 a.m. She'd have her water done. She had her food pre-logged for the entire week. She had all this stuff done, but beneath the surface, we're working one-on-one now. She's one of the few uh, people that I work with still as a fitness client, and I took her under my wing um, because she wasn't, at the time, she was doing like our membership or something like where it was less one-on-one, and so she was just kind of like um, playing it by ear. But um, all that to say, she was doing all of these things, and I'm sure so many women were jealous. I did have women message me like, I don't know how Coach Tisha does it. I don't understand how she can do all those things, and I can't. But little do you know, like she still was not at her goal weight. She hadn't reached her fitness goals. Her weight loss journey had plateaued, and she stopped seeing changes. So while you're judging uh, what you perceive to be as someone else being super successful, uh, underneath the surface, you have no idea what's actually happening, right? Okay, cool. So, um, If you feel like that, like you're always comparing yourself to other people, and not only are you always comparing, but you feel like nothing that you do is ever good enough, here is my suggestion for you. You need to limit your exposure to those comparisons. This is the number one reason why I'm so happy that I'm taking the mind and body community off of Facebook. The two Facebook groups that I have, the Boss Up Lifestyle and my mind and body fitness client community, we are moving into a separate app that looks just like Facebook groups where you can post, we can go live, I can have guides with different videos. But the reason why is because when we're working on changing ourselves, when we're working, when we're dead serious, not just a nice cute thought, I wanna be my best self this year, like you're dead ass serious serious about this this year is going to be different you need to have time set aside to work on you you need to have time set aside where you can go within and if your time if if my clients because we have so many lives like coach des does mindset monday i'm so sad i miss mindset monday but i'm also glad uh coach tish all right coach gabby does nutrition tip tuesday every other week and then every other week we do tough love tuesday we've got um self-love 
Day with Coach Tish is now going to be on Thursdays. And Form Check Friday with Coach Des, where you submit your videos and we help you with your form. We have so many different live trainings. And so if our clients have to come on to Facebook to watch their coach, but they can also be getting notifications about dumb stuff. They can also be getting distracted or whatever, whatever. Or before they can open the app and get to us, they've got to scroll. They're, they're scroll. They're getting, they're, oh my gosh, look at, she just got married. Oh my gosh, she lost 30 pounds and I still haven't. Oh my, like, or, or oh my God, I can't believe he commented on my status back and I'm so mad like there's too many distractions and so it makes it hard to go within and so that's why we're moving off of Facebook because that junk is ridiculous plus if you have your notifications turned off for Facebook then you don't know when your coach is going live but if you have one app and it's just for the client community you can have those notifications on because you know they'll only be from your coaches anywho so back to this limiting your exposure to the comparisons this summer was when I put my foot down and I started mass unfollowing people on Instagram. I wasn't even paying attention to who it was at this point. I was just like, there's way too many people on my timeline. There's way too much negativity. There's way too many people, way too many coaches that are like, stop doing this and start doing this now. The reason why you're broke is this, this, that. And if you don't do this, you're not like, and, it, and, and I, I'm here for that, right? But there were too many different opinions. Some people who told me that I should, I'm crazy to do a membership. Like I'll never make any money doing a membership. And some people were like, hey, do what feels right in your heart. Or some people are like, hey, don't run Facebook ads. And some people that are like, hey, run Facebook ads. And I was just like, oh my God. And some people were like, hey, your content needs to look top notch, perfect, pretty, pristine. And then some people that are like, hey, your content needs to look more relatable and down to earth. And it was just like, I'm losing my fucking mind trying to keep up with what everyone is telling me to do. And I'm so thankful that we all, not just me, we all have inner wisdom. We know what to do, we really do. But we don't spend enough time with ourselves to get it. And so I spent a lot of time breaking down what's going on, like why do I feel like I don't know what I'm doing anymore? And meditating and, and connecting with my highest self or my future self or whatever you relate to it as. God, spirit, source energy. I, I, I'm like, we're talking to all of them. I'd be like, I'm connecting to my highest self and God's chilling with me. I'm like, yo, you heard what she said? Wow, y'all are wild. But um, what, what I got was that I needed to slow down and stop trying to keep up with everybody else because they're, they're going to burn out and I'm going to still be here. Uh, that's been a theme of my life. So I'm like, you're right. I've seen it happen before. And they're like, yeah, slow down. You know how this works. Okay, cool. Next thing you need to go within more. People have amazing ideas and people have amazing lives, but you have this internal wisdom that is within you. It's in your soul because your soul is what's connected to God. And if God is all knowing, if source energy is all knowing and you have a direct access to that, why the fuck are you looking at what everyone else is talking about when that's what they got from their maker? That's their divine download for them. And it may work for them and other people, but you trying to, to, to latch on to everybody's downloads and everybody's wisdom is just cluttering up too much and you can't even hear your own. So limit your exposure to all of these comparisons. Limit the amount of time you spend on social media or limit the frequency. So maybe you only log on two or three times a day, right? Or maybe you only give yourself 30 minutes a day. I don't know what makes sense for you, but setting boundaries with them. For me, it was simply clearing out the 30 different business coaches that I had in my feed that were all saying something different and none of them aligned with me because they were all talking about only fitness or only life coaching. And I was like, I do both. And so what y'all are saying, like y'all are, it's contradicting and it's getting on my nerves. So limit your exposure there. Cool, cool, cool. All right, number three. We may have to split this into two podcasts. How much time? How long have I been yapping? Uh, 30 minutes. Yeah, we're about to split this bad boy up into two podcasts, unfortunately. Um, well, fortunately. 
I'll do number three and then we'll come back with these another day. Okay, so number three is that you do too much or you do too little. So you overcommit or you undercommit, right? That is me. <laughs> you go into these manic cycles where it's like, all right, I'm gonna do all of these things and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna, no, none of them are gonna go wrong. They're all gonna be perfect because I'm a badass and rah, 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 go, go, go. And then like you, you, I'm gonna, here's a good example. It's January. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the whole 30 diet. It's January. I'm gonna be going to the gym five days a week. It's January. I'm also gonna hire a therapist and a life coach. It's January. New me, new motherfucking me, right? Imagine, good morning, Victoria, girly. She said, come on, you saying girl. Oh, guilty, okay. Um, and so you, you do all these things and then you don't take into consideration, do I have the energy? Do I have the capacity? Have I created the space for these things to actually happen? Because in theory, they all sound good, but have you taken the time to sit down and ask yourself, do I have the energy to commit to all of these things, right? The good, uh, the best example I can give you is fall, okay, quarter four, 2022. I met with my homegirl who created a social media strategy for myself. Um, I also hired her to teach some of my, uh, to teach my new coaches how to do social media because I could teach them, but I was like, you know, that's a lot. Like I had too many things to do. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna put you in my homegirl's uh, content strategy program. And also um, I'm paying her for a VIP day and I'm gonna show her all the things we have on our calendar. And she's gonna help me come up with a launch strategy for all of them. And she goes, Bonnie, you're doing a lot. Okay. And for me, I'm so used to doing a lot. I'm so used to having so many things going on in my world at once. I, in my head, I just kind of chuckled and giggled, but I'm looking back now and I was like, oh my gosh, what the fuck was I thinking about? I wanted to run six week challenges while also um, launching my Shopify store for Black Friday, while also launching a holiday challenge, while also building a brand new client community and portal, while also getting ready to launch a new life, six month life coaching program, whilst also still working one-on-one -on -one with five life coaching clients and 10 fitness clients and running the business and coaching my clients and still being president of Toastmasters and competing in the freaking international uh, speed contest and just all of these things and at the time I was like yeah but I'm looking back and I was like what were you thinking about like did you did you did you did you did you write any of this down and think about how many hours and how much time in this did you do any of that no I didn't I was just like well I want to do this one do that one yeah instead of okay what is the most important thing what is the biggest needle mover that I can give all of my attention to right now never did that so uh, life came through for me and things started dropping off that didn't need to be there. The Shopify store was not ready to be launched by Black Friday and right now we're having issues because the person that built my store used a pirated template. So now if you go to my Shopify store, no matter what you wanna buy, whether it's a mind and body hat, a hoodie, a backpack, nothing, it goes to the gift cards. Thanks, thanks, former Bonnie, for speeding through things, right? <laughs> um, uh, I was going to do a holiday challenge called get back and give back and that like uh, as soon as I launched it somebody DM me and was like yo I want my friends to do it but um, Salvation Army doesn't have a good reputation or has a bad history with the LGBTQ community and I don't know if they would want to donate to that and I was like oh my gosh I didn't take the time to research if that was even like a legit like so I learned the hard way about overcommitting. and then what else what usually happens is if I'm not doing 30 things then I'll do nothing. I know a lot of you guys can relate to that, right? So what can you do instead? Instead of going hard or, or just not going at all, time blocking, as I just mentioned, I did that today for myself. It's one thing to have a to-do list, right? 
A to-do list is not a workflow. Entrepreneurs, I repeat, a to-do list is not a workflow. A to-do list is just a list of things that you got to get done at some point, maybe, let's hope. A workflow is like, for example, right now, from 9 o'clock to 10, I wrote my 10 before 10 things. And I have a list of things that I need to do for my mindset, for my business and my team, for client retention and money-making activities, 10 before 10, get those things done before 10, okay? And at 10, I have, you need to go live. I went live at 9.45, whatever. So I have this time blocked off to 11 for me to go live, for me to um, download the po- these episodes, put them on Anchor, put them on the podcast, put them on the blog website. I blocked off that hour. At 12, I have, I need to go film some workouts in the gym, record them and upload them. At 1.30, I'm doing lunch. At 2.30 to 3.30, I have a client call. From three to four, I'm gonna work on some stuff from Amazon. From four to five, I'm gonna work on my landing page. At 6 p.m., I'm sending out an email to Toastmasters to let everybody know who their role is and yeah, we're back, da 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 right? That is what time blocking looks like. And, and it doesn't, if you don't use a timer, then it doesn't even matter because chances are you're not coming back and looking at this every five seconds. So instead of over committing to yourself and when you get your to-do list, because I used to do it every day. I would have this long to-do list and nothing would ever get done. And then I'd feel like caca afterwards. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not cut out for this. I didn't go back to waiting tables. I don't know how to do anything. <sighs> and then it's like, well, no, bitch. It's not that you can't, sorry, sometimes I'm aggressive. No, beautiful Bonnie. It's not that you don't, you can't handle this. It's that you haven't put any boundaries around any of those time frames, right? Because if I don't tell myself I have one hour to work on the podcast, I will literally end this podcast and start like just like fucking off. Like, oh, well, let me make a different album cover for it. And oh, let me do this. And just in turn, now it's 12 o'clock and, and half this, like the day's halfway gone. Because I didn't time block, time block. And you can do this in a bigger uh, picture. Once you get used to doing it on like daily and hours, you can do it for the weeks. Like, okay. All right, I want to do, what do I want to do for the week? I want to do this much. Okay, where is that actually going to happen? Instead of just saying I need to do laundry or I need to go to the bank today or something like that, or I want to sign up for this new blah, 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 a fitness class, or I want to sign up for this new course. Okay, Sally, looking at our current calendar and the hours and the amount of time that we have, where will that go? Okay, that's how, that's one of the mistakes that we make, especially during the new year, new me time. Like we sign up to do all these things. We don't really think about how or when it's going to happen. Okay, so time blocking, weekly and even quarterly planning. But here's the most important part. You have to reward yourself. You have to reward yourself. You have to reward yourself. You can't just be this super disciplined individual. I don't care if you are a man and it is in your masculine energy. I don't give a fuck. Like you need to reward yourself. And it doesn't have to be a a huge brunch or like it doesn't have to be crazy. Just with something you like to do. I like to go sit by the water. So if I had a real hard work day and and I and I and I kicked ass, I don't have to go like get drinks to celebrate. I could, but I don't have to. I could maybe just go for a stroll back there by the lake and just be happy, right? Um Find what what is a reward to you. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, so sometimes my reward at the end of the day is binge is watching, not binging anymore. I don't, if I binge, it's like on the weekend, but um, it could be. It could be binging on the weekend, right? Or it could be letting myself watch some TV since I don't usually watch TV at night because that's usually when I do my nighttime reflection, meditation, journaling, envisioning what we want the next day to look like because when I don't do that, the next day turns into a shit show usually, right? Okay, so... Um, I'm going to stop here for today. I got so many more tips for you guys, but those are the first three signs that you get in your own way and the solutions for what you can do to stop getting in your own way. I hope 
that you guys got some value from this today. And if you did, I would love it if you like, you know, wrote a review for the podcast on Spotify or iTunes, Apple Podcasts. So that really helps. But if there's one key takeaway that you could get from this is that action is the only solution. It's really nice to think about what I could do better or what I missed, but you have to take action on those things. Otherwise, nothing changes. Okay. Speaking of changes, guys, reminder before I hop off of here, Monday, we launch, we start our very first group coaching cohort. We've never done group coaching before. We've done six-week challenges as a group, and those were dope, but now I want to extend them to a six-month group coaching program, right? And the reason why is because fitness literally changed my life. I know that you guys know my story, but I'm gonna remind you again. When I was depressed and I started working out in the gym and I had a coach and she helped me believe in myself, she helped me find my confidence, she helped me remember that I could do hard things. She showed me that even though I walked in there afraid of everything and everything, and embarrassed that I soon was like owning the gym and I could take that energy into my life and the things that I had been afraid to overcome I now was like well if I can do that I can do this right this newfound confidence so for us at mind and body it's less about how quickly can you lose the weight that's why it's six months and not 60 days it's less about that and who you get to become as a woman and mind and body we are so focused on helping you rewire your mindset and giving you the tools to do so so that you come out a new woman inside and out not just oh look how much weight I lost right so our kickoff call is Sunday and on the kickoff call I'm gonna be going over everything that you need to know and you can ask all the questions that you need to know about joining the pro or about what you can expect and Monday starts our very first week I'll be doing weekly coaching calls not a live not a Facebook live where you can't see me and I can't see you like we will be in a zoom room a separate room and we'll be doing coaching calls and I'll be teaching you some of the key shifts that have helped me and so many of my clients completely change their life in addition, you're also going to have everything that we already offer our mind and body community. You're going to have the Fitness 101 guide, which is videos that you can access, learning, teaching you how to brace your core, teaching you how to breathe properly, how to, what to do at the gym, 101, Fitness 101. Uh, we're also going to have the Girl Get Your Nutrition course, which is a four-part mini course teaching you, breaking down what are macros, what you need to know about protein, what you need to know about fats, what you need to know about carbs. And then I'm also going to be teaching you live in month two how to create a meal or a life for a diet that fits your lifestyle versus here, eat this while you're with us so you can lose weight. No, I'm gonna teach you how to create a sustainable diet for yourself. And then months three through six, that is where I'm gonna be taking you through my signature Girl Get Your Life transformation coaching course that is all about habit change and habit mastery and becoming aware of your destructive cycles and patterns so that you can finally fix them. So you cannot have to get on a new New Year diet every single year. So that's what's happening. That's what Mind and Body Method 2.0 is. That launches Monday. If you haven't registered yet, what are you waiting for? If you haven't registered yet and you're someone that has always getting in your own way, this is your opportunity to get out of your own way and get led not just by me, but by a group of women who are on the same journey as you and who want to see you win. So... Details for that will be in the show notes. It's in the link in every single bio. So if you're watching this on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you are, the link is in the bio, Mind and Body Method. We have the OG membership and we have the 2.0. 2.0 is the one that I just described for you. So guys, I, I look forward to answering any questions that you guys have. DMs are always open. Have the best day of your entire life. But most of all, girl, it's time to get your life. Let's get it.